Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Chaos Incorporated, our fun actual play podcast where we play the Identico Cyberpunk role-playing game. Uh, we're so happy to be back with you, and we're going to be starting up actual plays at the store in Seattle soon, and we're going to be doing a bunch of stuff. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Welcome back. Uh, as you can see, our good friend Dot is out on assignment. She is doing lifey life things, but I believe, I believe she might be in the chat to harass the rest of the cast tonight. Um, so, uh, with that said, I will introduce uh, the lovely folks who are here, and starting because he's dancing over there, uh, it's our friend Caleb playing Zed Lane. He who seeks to control fate shall never find peace. All right. Nice. Very nice. Uh, which is obviously the opposite of what Zed does all the time, as Zed is constantly trying to control fate. That's why Zed is never at peace. <laughs> He's going to do it one of these days. One dot, one time. It's going to be great. Uh, next in the shoot is Kaylee, who's playing her intrepid hacker and mutant now, Chone. And if you're confused by that, go back and watch the old stuff. Kaylee, how are you really, tonight? Are we legally able, able to use the term mutant, or I are we just... I think we I mean, they settled that with that Games Workshop lawsuit, so I think we're good. All right, well, all right, well, you know, other people are challenging to me. They are challenging. People suck. People do suck. How? I think everybody's Wait, full of manic energy. Is that the quote, or are you just saying that to say that? <laughs> Mine was a quote. Can't, well, can't no, I was just making dark. Right? Yeah, I was just Richard. We're just double checking. I'm, we're full of manic energy. There might be murder tonight. Trying. I'm waiting to see. This is going to be interesting. Uh, and finally, it is our friend Michael playing Maxi. At the end of the day, it's about how much you can bear, how much you can endure. Being together, we harm nobody. Being apart, we extinguish ourselves. Very nice. Very nice. I think that's what Zed's been trying to do with Chone. I just don't think he could say it so eloquently. <laughs> The guy who, who talks for a living can't say things eloquently. Hey, hey, Zed can. Caleb can't. There's a difference <laughs> between us. This is why we play role-playing games. Uh, as always, I am your game runner, Alex the Humanoid. Uh, if you go over to YouTube.com slash Identico, you will now find some how-to-play videos. Uh, Mallow has been working on those. We were at Emerald City Comic Con last week. We uh, met a lot of new people. Uh, we... Sold a lot of books to people who'd never heard of the game before. It was great. Um, so that was Emerald City Comic Con for us. We had a really good time. I guess, was it two weeks ago? Whatever. Whatever that was. Two weeks Last ago. Last weekend. Something. 
convention season has started. Um, it has begun. Um, and we're currently working on the rest of the convention schedule for the rest of the year. So hopefully we'll see you all more later. Um, to recap from our last episode, uh, Chone started out by trying to bend some spoons, right? Uh, Zed puttered around succeeded. the kitchen. I succeeded those, sending those spoons across the room. Yes. Uh, Zed puttered around the kitchen, as Zed does. Uh, but then Zed thought, thought to themselves, huh, I have friends in low places. And they burned some ID points and talked over to a former INS guy that they knew named Rocco, um, who gave up a bunch of information about some of the quantum scramblers and stuff like that that they may need to know later. Uh, afterwards, they met with Richard Marin about the death of his daughter, near that tarmac in Texas. Um, and they received some more information, namely the fact that uh, they got a name for what Kelly Aguilar's consort is using while she's hiding in Texas. And the fact that she's been going to church quite a bit lately. Um, and Dot was approached by an old friend named Yesenia, who Actually, said... Stitches was... Or yeah. sorry, Stitches was approached by an old friend named Yesenia. Um who gave a code word, which set Maxi's triggers ablaze. Uh, fortune favors those who follow the path. Um, and Stitches uh, bid a temporary farewell to her compatriots in the Republic of Texas and headed off with her friend Yesenia. Um, the team had just grabbed a car and were headed home, and so they've arrived back at their apartment sans stitches less one stitches and that's where we pick up tonight's episode so the minute that the car drops everybody off at at the uh, complex chone is doesn't even wait for everybody else to get out of the car they go straight towards the elevator and you do definitely see them pushing the button the the closed door button uh before anybody can get there but it doesn't actually close the door because everybody knows those buttons don't do anything. And about what time of day is it? I completely forgot. Was it evening? Uh, by now, it's early evening because I think you had done lunch. Okay. So I think it's a, a very silent, frosty elevator ride. Maxi actually waits in the like waits for the elevator door to close. So he'll stand there waiting for the door to close, staring at Joan. Joan does not meet your eyes. Of course not. I, I think there's a moment where Zed was walking to the elevator and then realizes Maxi's not behind him and he stops and he see he sees the stare down and I'm I'm good. I'm okay. And he goes into the elevator and then it's just totally quiet the whole ride up. And then when we get up upstairs, uh, I'm kind of just going to look over at Chone and see what they do. As soon as the doors open, Chone goes down the hall to the apartment, opens the door and heads to their room and closes the door for a second. And you hear rummaging. <sighs> so that's just going to sigh heavily and rub that spot between his eyes on his bridge of his nose. <sighs> okay. 
All right. And, uh, you know, I'm going to get a drink and kick back on a nice, comfy chair. While waiting for the elevator to arrive, uh, back down to the lobby, Maxie's going to send a note to Silas, who he hasn't heard from in quite some time. He's going to send it through the regular bounce (laughs) sessions, regular proxies, and the Mm -hmm. note will simply say, a friend is arriving. Please take care of her. Okay. You send it. There's a with a thumbs up emoji. And Maxie will get on the elevator and come back up to the uh, to the apartment. A couple minutes later, Chone will come out of the room. Uh, they had switched into like workout gear, and they're heading to the front door. Right. Well, the door opens just as Chone reaches the door. Where, where are you going? Jim. Jim who? Nasium. I don't know him. <laughs> he hangs out in the basement. Hmm. Do you wish to spar? I won't stop you. I'll be down shortly. And Joan brushes past Maxie as he's kind of coming in the door. I'll be there's a little bit of intent there and heads downstairs. Maxie shakes his head and comes in. Do you have one of those for me? Yeah. Uh, I had an old fashioned. Is that what you want? That'll be fine. Sure. Let me go muddle some cherries. I will get changed. Okay. And Maxie will go into the other room and change into his workout gear. Come back out. Only takes a few minutes. That'll make another drink. It's got one of those like fancy giant sphere ice cubes. A little bit of smoke. Maxi uh, comes out and then as you're finishing the drink, he'll pick it up, look at it and look at you and nod and then just like down it. As if it, it, it obviously he barely tasted it. Normally a sipping, sipping drink, but uh, okay. Do you have any interest in watching the sparring session? Do I, do I need to come play referee? I feel like, I, I don't know. I will not hurt Chone. <laughs> I cannot guarantee that they will not hurt me. Uh, here, here's what we'll do. Um, I'll I'll pull it up on the cameras, and if if there's trouble, the uh, the panic phrase is uh, blueberry bananas, and I'll come running. With their new abilities, I'm not sure that you will have time. I, like I could do anything if I was down there anyway. So this is true. 
I can deal with this. Yeah. Well, they, uh... <sighs> I mean, separation has always been a, a challenge, and I think this one's probably going to hurt. So maybe they just need to work it out. They'll do what they're going to do. If there's anything that we've learned over this period of time, Zed, it's that we cannot stop or change anyone's behavior. It's up to them. Yeah. All right. Well, be careful. Take it easy. I'm going to, I don't know, try to do something helpful. Flip through some of these documents we got. Also, just so you are aware, Stitches is safe. And when she returns, she will likely be as close to whole as she can be. Kind of, kind of vanished like you vanished every once in a while. Indeed. Well, okay. There is, there is a, there is a confirming look in Maxie's eye, but he does not say anything. Glad to know she'll be safe and taken care of. Looking forward to when she gets back. This shouldn't take too long. Have some ice packs ready if you don't mind <laughs> I'll I'll prepare uh, I'll prepare a table that may be best then uh, Maxi will again lift the empty glass and set it down and then head down to the basement okay <clears throat> so you reach the basement some uh, Chone is stretching prepping no Chone is actually uh running laps there's like a uh there's a track around the outside of the swimming pool which is kind of enclosed in the middle um and then off to each end are like weight rooms and then sparring areas but they're running on the track and they are running like full speed they're not really they're not warming up at all maxi Comes off the elevator, enters the gym area, sees Chone running laps, and starts to stretch. There's probably another good, like, two or three minutes before Chone even starts to slow down uh, and just is, like, panting and, like, looking very uncomfortable as they, they they turn off the track into like one of the one of the like workout areas and kind of put their head between their knees and just that they're panting for a minute Maxi will step onto the sparring mats continue stretching Might not have been a good idea to wear yourself out before the sparring match. Well, apparently nobody's making any good decisions tonight, so why should I be any different? That is your prerogative. So you two step onto the sparring mat. Roll initiative. Uh, 
If you're curious about how to roll initiative, go over to uh, youtube.com slash identico to find out. The more you know. Uh, Alex, I'm also going to make a determination check. Okay, give me a determination check. That is a big no. Chone is very distracted, and that uh, total of seven probably means I get not. You are completely out of focus right now yep. in your head on that. Uh, Maxi, what'd you get for initiative? Uh, six. Nice. Joan. Uh, let's see. Thanks to the uh, video with Mallow, I now know that to roll initiative, I roll a d20 and add my agility modifier, which means I have a 13. All right, Joan, it's your initiative. Maxi is standing across from you on the sparring mat in a, in a, what kind of stance is Maxi in right now? Like a looser stance or a hard stance? Uh, it's a loose stance. Okay, Chone's just kind of like, like kind of prowling, just kind of walk, like moving back and forth, watching as as your stance. You don't do anything, and finally they get a little frustrated and come in and try and throw a knee uh, to your midsection. Give me an attack roll, uh, Maxi. How are you defending? Are you blocking, dodging. Uh, we'll start with a block. Okay, give me a defense. Uh, I got a twelve. I am, of course, not including the armor bonus because I am not wearing it. No. <laughs> 17, 21. Yeah, that beats it. So you very firmly, like, double hand block the knee as it comes towards your midsection and your response. <laughs> Maxi just looks at Chone and says, Focus. Any attack action? Nope. Chone. Uh, I'm going to go for an, like an instep stomp, like move in, instep stomp, but it's more of a feint, and then throw an elbow toward the chin. Okay. So first off, actually give me a deceit check to see oh. if Maxi falls for it. Damn, that's good. And then give um, me an insight or a perception. Would you like me to roll a, a perception? Yeah. Or insight. Yeah. A dirty 20 for the deceit. Okay. Because apparently deceit skill only I have a, a lot of and I don't use very often. Only a 12 for Maxi's inside check. Uh, Maxi kind of bites on the feint, so go ahead and roll your uh, attack and defense. Maxi, you're at a minus two. Right. For falling for the feint. It's not going to matter because I rolled a nat one. 15. Uh, as... I you fall for the feint initially, but that causes you to overcorrect. And as Chone throws the elbow, they come flying forward and face plant into the mat. Maxi. Maxi takes a step back and waits for Chone to stand up. Chone gets up uttering words that'll get us a terms of service violation on Twitch. And goes for like a... Uh, Bull run charge to Maxi's midsection, like a like a football tackle. Okay. My dice have to roll good at some point, right? Maxi, like what's your response? Sidestep. Roll me some dices. Actually, no. Maxi's not going to sidestep. Maxi's going to try to. Uh, I think maybe judo this, like to turn this into basically just a a dodge and push to the ground, like so. Okay. 
That is a that is a allowable defensive tactic. Give me another defense, Chone. All right, fifteen. 16. Barely, but Maxi manages to just slide out of the way and double hand pop you to the ground uh, in the middle of your back. No real damage to it. Just no. just kind of puts you to the ground. Oh, yeah. Chon like rolls into their feet and you, their face is just like dark. Maxi, you still really... have uh, it's your turn. So it's your response. Maxi steps back again and keeps the loose stance. Are you going to try, or should we just call this now? Damn. Chone. Uh, Chone at this point literally, like, yells and, like, runs full forward and, like, no form at all. Just is going to try and, like, chaos flail at Maxi's head. Roll the hit. Maxi, what's your response? Um... At the chaos flail. <gasps> At the chaos flail. Um, I'm picturing kind of like hammer strikes. Makes sense. A Maxi's going to stand there and take it. Okay, roll a hit, Joe. 19. Okay. No defense, so he stands there and takes it. So nice. give me... Uh, you are... Do you have any hand-to-hand -hand combat skills? Me or Maxi? You. Do you have I a hand-to-hand -hand combat proficiency? Well, I have martial arts kendo. Does Chone so, have hand-to-hand -hand combat skills? Yeah. Chone has a kendo skill. Okay. But not really when it comes to uh, pugilistic. All things. right. Go ahead and roll me a d4 and add any add or subtract any strength modifiers. You take two whole damage, Maxi, to your face. Um, Maxi, uh, like you strike Maxi a couple different times, and it's your turn. Uh, his, his head turns and his head turns, and Maxi uh, licks a lip, licks a little blood off the lip, and then like kind of spits to the ground. It's a little blood on the mat. That's a start. If Why are you just standing me, there? Why are you just if, taking it? If you're angry, use it. You're angry. Use it. Chone backs up a couple feet and just like they're like shaking their head. They're they're really frustrated at this point. And you've got all this power, yet that's the best you can do. And they charge Maxi, and try. Um, Chone's gonna try something they've seen on Trids. Okay, a flying axe kick. Okay, but, but they're gonna try and basically quantum blink behind him so the attack comes from the back of his head. All right. So first off, give me a determination check. As this is gonna be a problem, I know, but whatever. Okay, that is a seventeen. Okay. Um, Basically, I'm coming in yeah, at I, him, like, yeah. and like right so, before I contact, blink Maxie, behind him. You so try, it, you see it, but you can you can feel the wind behind you, 
Um, so go ahead and make a defense roll, or uh, are you going to just take it, or are you going to dodge? Max is going to try to dodge. Okay, uh, you're doing he, it he at knows a minus two a, penalty. Okay, he's aware that this is something that Chone can do, but he's not had to face off against it yet. Mm -hmm. Negative two, you said? Yep. Minus two off whatever your oh. bonus is. Oh. <laughs> Five. Okay. Uh, you connect uh, with the axe kind of here on the backside of, of Maxi's shoulder mm -hmm. um, with the axe kick. So roll me a d6 and apply any strength modifiers. Chone is, however, making sure not to the, the the arm that has not taken a crap ton of damage by Maxi over the past few days is not where they're aiming. So they're, not... they're aiming for the heart the the damaged one. No, the non damaged. Okay, one. so I think that's I think that's Maxi's left arm. Mm -hmm. Okay, just Chone doesn't want to kill Maxi. Chone's just angry in general. Mm -hmm. That's that's a six or five with my strength modifier of right, one. Uh, five to your uh, basically yeah, would apply to torso here. Um, between the between the horrible defense roll and the damage, I would say that that kick easily drives Maxi to the ground. Like you drop probably him to your to a knee. knee. Yeah, yeah, drops him to a knee. Um, and you, I mean, you definitely see Maxi trying to sh shaking it off. So you, you think you think I can hit you think it's okay to just me let me hit you but not okay to like loop me in when you when you change the entire world around me huh is I that it uh Chone I didn't change anything well you sure didn't loop anybody else in unless of course you were talking to Zed over comms and I wouldn't wait I listened to comms so I would know no you you and stitches did whatever you and stitches were gonna do and thanks for not including the rest of us I had no say in what Stitches was doing. I am not Stitches handler. I am not Stitches keeper. Stitches is an individual and can make their own decisions. Did you turn to face Chone? No. Okay. Then you feel a foot in your back, not like damaging, but more like just trying to push you over. It's like, All right. you didn't try and stop her though. Wow. Uh, Again, taking the blow, Maxi will go to his chest, drop from his, you know, push forward to his chest, catch himself on his hands. And Chone just is like, is like stalking around you as they're talking. It's like, you guys, you guys spent the entire last week telling me how we need to all to stick together, how we need to be a team. We need to watch each other's backs. And all of a sudden something comes up and you just let stitches go. You don't, we don't talk. She doesn't talk to us. You don't talk to us. How am I supposed to take that? It's just everybody going on their own way. But when I wanted to, when I thought it was a good idea, no, 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 we should all stay together because that's the most important thing is teamwork and family. Well, we're three people again. There's a silence from Maxi. He stands slowly, kind of favoring that, that shoulder a bit. Do you 
want Stitches to be whole again. To is do that, it. Is that important to you? She already said she won't take a cyber replacement. That's what she just, just like you. So I don't see what that has to do with anything. She went to go do another job, is all I know. With all of the information at your disposal, Joe, you don't know of any other way Dot could become whole other than cyber? Ditches. Sorry. Oh my gosh. We're all doing it. It's okay. With all the information at your disposal, Joan, you don't know of any other way Stitches could become whole again other than cyber? Maxie, I'm a hacker, not a bioengineer. Yes, you are one of the best hackers I have ever known, if not the best. Information is at your fingertips. It is at your disposal. Information is what you traffic in, what you trade in. Yes? Don't see what your point is. She made a decision and you just went along with it. And now you're going to be playing cryptic cowboy when obviously you know something and <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what to think. It, I, the only thing I can think of is everybody just wants to talk out of both sides of their face right now. And I'm kind of getting sick of it. Joan, you know from past experience that I have some parts of my life that I am not free to talk about. Correct? Well, you did say if you told me, then you'd have to kill me, but I thought that was hyperbole. It is not hyperbole. And all I can say about the matter is that the same commitment that I have to that other part of my life is a similar commitment that Stitches is going to have. And I have zero say in that, and I could not dissuade nor agree, except to know that they have <clears throat> the technology that could assist Stitches in becoming whole. So when they were presented with the opportunity, I told them they should take it. She will come back to us whole. She will come back to us possibly better than she was when she came to us. But unfortunately, that's all I can tell you. getting really tired of everyone knowing everything and not telling me 
it's you guys ask me for information I give it to you but it's never a completely two way straight and honestly I'm just I'm sick and tired of being treated like the kid the uh, the child who can't handle things then grow up understand that there are things that you may not know and may not be able to know there are things outside of your knowledge and outside of your experience that other people may have and may not be able to share with you sometimes you can't get everything that you want and that doesn't mean that the people that are close to you do not wish to remain close to you or help you or don't care for you it simply means that they have other parts of their lives that also have a, they have a commitment to yeah, but when you when you form a bond like you everybody's been saying for the past week and a week or more, it's not I can't just walk away from that. It it's I apparently that's what's wrong with me is I don't have the instincts that you guys do. I I care about the people I work with and Chum. what I form bonds with. Chum, I have, can't just have turn it off when I need to. So have have myself or Zed ever not been there for you when you have needed it? Well, I mean, Zed was kind of rude when he just. It's a pretty. This is a pretty. This is a pretty yes or no answer. It's a black or white answer. Have we been there for you when you have needed it? Yes. And have you been there for us when we have needed it? Well, when I'm not being held captive by a psycho bitch, yes. So what is there to question? Trust is the two-way street. You are absolutely right. But I trust you implicitly. I trust Zed implicitly. And even in the short time we've had with Stitches, I trust her implicitly. There is no limit to that trust. There is no thing. There is no question that I'm going to ask of you because I do not trust you. I trust you. I trust your strange new abilities, even though I know nothing about them. I know absolutely nothing about what you've gone through, but I trust you. That is what this comes down to, Cho. It's trust. No one, none of us have let you down. You may feel that Apex let you down, and I am sorry that you feel that way. But Apex had to make a decision for the betterment of herself and for her own welfare. Stitches has had to make a similar decision. Stitches had an opportunity to make herself whole that we could not provide her. Apex, Apex didn't let me down. I let her down. No, you did not let Apex down. Maxie, you don't. I don't what? I don't know. I don't understand. When she left, she asked me to go with her. Except we had all this. 
there, there was so much responsibility. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't just go live off the grid with her. And abandon everybody else. And that is a decision, Chone, that you made, correct? You chose the life that we are in now versus the life that you could have had alongside Apex. In making that choice, you take responsibility for that choice. Everyone's life is full of should-haves and could-haves or could-haves or should-haves. But at the end of the day, when our time is up, all we have are the things that we did and not the things that we might have done or could have done. I am glad that you chose to remain with myself and Zed. I'm sure Zed feels the same. And for what it is worth, you have me at your side until I can no longer be here. Just don't... It... It's just a little too soon to have somebody else walk out on us. Yeah, maybe she had all the best reasons in the world, but at least with Apex, I knew her reasons. I made my choice. This time I don't know. The choice was not yours or mine or Zed's to make, Joan. Not saying that it was, but if we're all supposed to be so important to each other, we should at least talk. I talked to you guys instead of leaving. After we, you guys almost got blown up. And you convinced me that we should stick together. So if Stitches had presented you with this opportunity that she may have had to make herself whole, would you have tried to convince her to stay? No. So but what you were upset that about option away from me. What you're upset about is that she didn't tell you she was leaving. Yeah. Not you're not upset for the reasons that she left. You're just upset that you weren't informed. Maybe, yeah. Joan, I, I, unfortunately, that is a function of life. Again, there are things that we are not privy to and the things we cannot be privy to and things we won't be privy to. And if you choose to let this consume you, I cannot stop you. But know that I would be certainly willing to bet that Stitches did not leave to upset you. Stitches did not or neglect to inform you to cause you pain. 
I didn't say that she did. Grief is a natural part of our existence and it is okay to be upset. It is fine to be upset. Be upset. Be angry. But understand that in some cases, the information that you aren't being told isn't because someone doesn't care about you or because someone doesn't want you to know. It's maybe that they cannot tell you. And we perhaps have to live with our decisions is what you're saying. Exactly. We all have to live with our decisions. And sometimes those decisions impact other people. And well, Again, that is a part of this journey that we call life. And if you are lucky, you find people that despite their decisions, despite bad decisions or decisions that you may disagree with, they will still support you. They will still be close. They will still be family. Families disagree all the time. I guess we'll find out if she comes back. We will see Stitches again. I won't lay any odds on that. Chone walks over to um, like a cleaning station and grabs some paper towel and kind of wads it up loosely and throws it at, throws it towards Maxie. You spit blood on the mat. You should clean that up. I will. There's actually a disinfectant spray in the gym for cleaning the machines and everything else. <laughs> so like while you that comes down from the ceiling, yeah, while you uh, do that, Caleb, what what is what has Zed been up to for the last twenty minutes? <clears throat> they finished their first old fashioned. Yeah, so it's already been a long day. So before I make a second drink, I am in fact going to set out a table. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna make. <laughs> Are we doing like a, cold cuts, like maybe like a sandwich uh, bar? Yeah, yeah. This is gonna be a a post workout and uh, preventative care charcuterie board. Okay, so, so cashews, hard boiled eggs. Uh, yeah, some some peanut Lots butter. Of protein. Yeah, tuna, um, tuna, but some good some good tasting stuff. Some sandwiches, some cold cuts. Okay. Um, cheese. Some, cheese is always a nice protein. Yeah, some 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 sweet stuff to offset the savory. Uh, a selection of uh, electrolyte beverages, <laughs> and uh, a nice little tray on the side of some cold compresses and uh, some some crack and shake ice bags. Okay, uh, ibuprofen, <laughs> various drugs, and then. Yeah. And then Zed, Zed's going to make another old-fashioned, maybe a double. Okay. And and he's going to go take a bath. Okay. Uh, so Maxie and Chone return to the apartment. Uh, you can hear a bath being drawn in the back of the apartment by the time this all happens. But there is a, a nice spread laid out on the large dining room table as you enter the open concept uh, living area. And, and there's a little... 
There's a little uh, like card stand, and there's just a heart on it with a Z, like very nice and stylistically through at the middle of it. Aww. Okay, Zed, you're you've you've drawn your bath. You're you're about three quarters of the way through your uh, old fashioned. I'm gonna say you made a triple in like a tall glass. Oh, so yeah. to, so as to enjoy it in the bath. Oh, yeah. I've. I, Are we throwing on some light is jazz? Those, is there one of those like floating like flamingo drink holders that like floats in the bath with you? Um, it's not a flamingo; it's a giraffe. Okay, okay. great. And and uh, I've, I've got some slow jazz. Okay. I've got the mood lighting. This is the future. So you've got all kinds have... of LED controls on exactly. a panel next to the bath. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got LEDs. I've got this nice like RGB wave motion going on i've got uh i've i've got a, a like like a, a white noise sound generator underneath the light jazz and i've got uh like like an eye an a cooling eye compress now are you turning on the jets or are you just soaking in the warm water uh i'm gonna soak in an epsom bath first okay and then cycle move it on and then cycle into a, the jets. a jet, okay. a jet phase. Uh, yeah. Maxi and Chone, uh, the spread looks very nice. You're both hungry. It's actually now been a while since lunch. Identico, taking you from emo heavy emotional drama to a bathtub <laughs> every other Tuesday right here on Twitch. Who doesn't want a bath after that kind of drama? Chun kind of looks around at what's there. It's like, I guess he thought I'd get beat up a lot more. And they grab a, uh, like an ice pack and toss it over their shoulder towards Maxie. Thank you. And Maxi catches it and just kind of holds it up to his the corner of his lip. Then moves it to his shoulder. The shoulder, and... based on the amount of damage, probably hurts considerably more than the lip. Like, yeah. the, the face hit was pretty light, like really light. The, the axe kick to the shoulder, that did more damage. Whacking them traps. Basically. Trap whacking. Trap whacking. So... <laughs> Sean pours, uh, grabs the nearest bottle of alcohol and pours two drinks. Well, there's a bottle of bourbon just sitting there that okay. that uh, Zed had been using to make old fashions. And there's ice, so they make two drinks and take one and leave the other for Maxie. Yes, there's a full ice bucket, in fact, because Zed is not uh, an uncivilized brute. Oh, yes, and that's the the nice round ice cubes. <laughs> and uh, Chun kind of drops into a chair, and then you see them kind of like just kind of type at the air as they're accessing their tech head and uh camera feed comes up and you, we can see zed chilling out in the bath i don't know that i want to watch this should we surprise him <laughs> i could turn the audio on Can we turn the audio on and the camera off? 
I mean, if you really want to. Certainly. The video disappears, and instead there's a uh, cartoon caricature of Zed uh, in his Bosco gear. Uh, so, you know, very, very stylishly dressed. Uh, like an avatar? Like an avatar type thing. And uh, Chon just, it's like... Is Zed humming along with the music, or like, is there... I don't think Zed's a hummer. No, Zed's not a hummer. Uh, Zed is just kind of grooving. Uh, Alex, I'm going to access the data shard that Richard Marin gave me. Um, can... As we talked about, I mean, it's it's amateurishly put together, but fairly complete. Um, One of the things he mentioned was a location on Jesse Overton. Yes, you have. Out those files. Yes, you have an apartment. Um, she's got a condo in downtown Dallas. Um, the downtown area not being overly large. Um, it's not too far from one of the major hotels. Um, again, it's a, it's a fairly nondescript condo tower. Um, give me a software check. Oh, apparently my dice are really angry at me for attacking <laughs> Maxi. Um, I mean, as they should be. Luckily, the nat one was not on the skill roll. Uh, so that's a uh, 30. Um, it's a top tier building. It's definitely... Uh, so you do a quick search. It's held in a holding corporation that's in turn held by a holding corporation that's in turn held by a holding corporation. Um gonna take you some time to dig down to who actually owns the place um but it's on the 16th floor uh just below the penthouse suites um it's got a generally south-facing view uh it's only about as the crow flies come on computer about a mile northeast of your apartment Again, downtown Dallas is not huge. The density they tend to keep pretty held together. And uh, so, turning on the audio uh, in where Zed is. So, the concert Jesse Overton has a place about a mile from here. And I'll bring up like an image of the uh, the building. You just jump into the speakers in the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't override the jazz. I overrode the white noise generator. Is Can, can this wait? I'm, I'm busy. I mean, I guess, yeah. I just, are, you, I just, are you going number one or number two? 
<laughs> you could. I'm in bath. Wait, number I'm... one or number two? Neither. I'm in the bath. Do, do we need to? Do we need to have a meeting? Oh, you mean the bathtub? Yes, but the bath you... is the room. I'm in the bath. That's room a very tub. common. It's a very common phrase. I'm in the bath. That's not. Uh, it's not odd. In case you are curious, uh, Chone let me survive the sparring match. Oh, good. I was worried. You hear a very obvious of uh, derision. Okay, he, so he stood uh, there technically. <laughs> All right, so, uh, well, well, I'm, I'm just trying to zen out for a second here, but I know that the mask looked really good. Yeah, it's great. There's eucalyptus. There's lilac. It's wonderful. I feel nice. I mean, you looked good before Maxie made me turn off the camera. I mean, if you don't want to talk over comms, you can just come in. I'm oh. not getting out. Okay. And the the audio goes dead. The white noise generator kicks back on. Good. Maxie grabs the bottle of bourbon. Chone grabs a couple sandwiches and they I, they head down towards the bathroom. The room with the bath in it. Uh, I I push a button to turn the jets on <laughs> to make sure to agitate the water. The bubble curtain, so to speak. The bubble curtain. <laughs> yep. It's your, it's, your, it's your modesty modesty bubble curtain. It's like the Sims. The water <laughs> blurs everything. Why yeah. is that so pixelated? For your protection. Uh-huh. Chone's seen it before. It's a glamour. <laughs> I paid extra to make sure the glam was full body. I can hack that, you know. Uh, the door opens. All right, what's so important? I brought you a sandwich. What kind? You have meat <laughs> laying out. I grab four of them and a piece of cheese. On the brown bread. Not the swirly brown bread, but the uniform brown bread. I believe it is a lie. The cheese was white, if that helps. It's not. You got it. Thank you. Thank you for your effort. I appreciate it. If the sandwich is dry, you could dip it in the bathwater. You shut up. Maxie kind of smiles and takes a pull off the bottle. Thought you brought that in to refresh his drink with. Oh, I've still got some. Chink, chink, chink. So I, and then I pull up like one corner of my mask. All right, so we know we know where the ro the robot person lives, and I put it back down. Yeah, it was in the file that Marin gave us. Oh, cool. Can one of you hand me the uh, the soap over there? Maxie will reach for the soap as it appears that uh, 
Joan still has their hands full of sandwiches. <laughs> and alcohol. And alcohol. Thank you. I, I start doing uh, like like a, like a, a special hand routine, a hand care routine. Not quite a mani pedi, but you know, yeah, we're, we're working in some soap and cream, making sure the, the digis are 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 well cared for. If we I have think- a location, does that mean that we can perf- we can perhaps start surveilling that location? That's what I was going to ask. Is that what we want to do next? I think it's best to observe patterns, correct? I agree. Um, we we know that we know that she's been attending services from the pictures we found. It's likely that Aguilar is driving the body. Um, if if we survey, we or not survey. If we have some surveillance, maybe we can see how they're communicating. If they're meeting up, maybe we can track whatever control rig is being used, try to trace it back to the source. I don't know. Is it also possible that Agwalar is only controlling the body at times? It's possible. I don't know how much is left of the original Jousey Overton that's there and how much is just a meat puppet. At that term, uh, Maxie takes another pull off the bottle. <laughs> I identify as a meat popsicle. Put your hands in the yellow circle. Yep. I mean, she's yeah, going to spot any of us. So we need to do this carefully. It's been a long time since you made a night move. Well, we've been working on those. What would be okay. what would be safest? Uh, um, some drones, pay some street kids. I mean, what's what's the play? Kaylee, I wanted to respond, but I was having a trouble coming up with the next lyric. Uh, I mean, it's all about front page news. So, so you're looking at well, Patlock's just keep soldiering on no matter what random crap we come up with. Really, does. the sign it? of a good narrator. Professional. Exactly. Um, so I have it's a story a, to tell. God damn it! It's at the center of four towers in that general area. Um, her building is 23 stories tall. It appears, based on the property records, that she's living on the 14th floor. Um, if you've got the address right, it is a. You can actually find the floor plans online from the last time the real estate was listed. Um, that was what you got off your last software check. Uh, two bedrooms, living room, dining room, um, kitchen, foyer, utility. There's a den. It does have a walkout balcony. Um, looks to be about 11 by 11 on the walkout balcony. Um, her apartment is on the southwest side of the building. Uh, facing some office building that's nearby. Uh, there's a well-maintained copse of trees at the base. 
little park uh, just to the south. Um, an event center right there. Looks like someplace you could have like weddings or other things like that. Um, it's a fairly upscale area of this, this downtown core. Um, you haven't done a deep dive on the other residents, but it looks like the last time it was sold, her particular apartment sold for 1.8 million souls. So it's not cheap. Um, based on the real estate listings you're seeing for stuff that's available in the building, it looks like the monthly building co-op fee is on top of whatever your mortgage is, is about 7,000 souls a month. Um, so they're going to probably have some form of security, like onboard security there. Um, but you haven't run by to see if you can hack it. Um, plus, I'll probably have security personnel. Mm -hmm. um, interestingly, the approaches are pretty well covered because there's actually some kind of dense like landscaping that they've done to kind of give that that you know that elegance and that like kind of secluded vibe in spite of the fact that it's not far from the downtown corner again it's about a mile northeast of your apartment there's some other townhomes to the northeast of that i believe last time i i when we came out here uh chone had their hands on a drone um yeah you've got a few actually yeah I'm going to uh, task one to just do a flyby of the building okay. and mainly looking to see if it had has any like like a like avoidance broadcast uh, if anything takes interest in the drone like I'm not going to fly right up to the balcony but I'm just doing a flyby. Okay, so first off give me a piloting check to do your flyby. Hmm. Well, I don't have piloting. Um, unfortunately, uh, we don't have a pilot at the moment. You can you can set an AI software. So give me a software check. Yeah, that that I can totally do, which would be just fine. Uh, okay, there's some mojo back. Fifty-five. Okay, now give me a networks check as you're kind of doing your flyby. Max, are you kind of watching the flyby footage as Chon flies the drone over? Yeah, I'll be using. Uh, I'd like to use Intel analysis. Okay, go ahead and give me a roll. Um, just before, I mean, go ahead and roll it, but, like, up until this point, all you hear is audio of the drone because, well, you told you told Chone to turn off the video. Um, and oh, and well, if, if Maxie's aware that Chone is sending out a drone, Maxie will ask to have the, may we see feeds from the drone, please? Oh, you want the video now? Okay, that's fine. Yes, and I'll turn the it off. feeds from the drone will not contain images of <laughs> Zed's penis. I mean... It, they could. That you know of. <laughs> I mean, I do. I don't have any drones that I can paint that on, but I mean, I can, I can turn the on. bubbles off, y'all. Um, no, no, it is fine. Nothing we haven't seen before. Is that uh, 64, Certainly. Alex? Okay. And give me your intel analysis. Intel analysis is going to be. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? 20. Dirty 20. Okay. Um,. Building looks reasonably secure, but there is, it looks like maintenance and stuff like that on the upper rooftop, which is where the uh, mainline air conditioning units are. And it looks like some sort of maintenance facility on top of the building that you can see. And two decks on the east and west side of the main trunk for the building, which is going to contain the core. So the elevator, things like that, right? Mm -hmm. That they're going to encase in concrete. Um, 
There's two like there's two access decks. Oh on this yeah, side. two access yeah. decks at the very top on the maintenance stuff. Right below oh, okay. them, looks like there's two private decks for the penthouses. Right below those, um, a floor down, um, and again on the east and west sides of the building respectively, and it bisects uh, symmetrically. Where if you got to the very top. Because they want to provide the penthouse private decks with a modicum of privacy, it actually runs up over high over the maintenance deck so that the private decks below them can't see the maintenance deck. Um, fairly well landscaped in the front and back. Again, it's one of those weird accesses where, like, in the process of making it look a little more secluded and nice, they kind of cut some of their surveillance ability out. Um... Which tells you that whoever's running the security considers it a low-threat environment. Um, Chon, you see a pretty standard network package around the building as far as security goes. Um, you do see some surveillance mostly on the exterior of the building pointed to the northeast and the northwest. And then one kind of broadband walleye camera to the south. But, uh, Maxi, as you're looking at the overlays that Chon's putting up from the network, you're pretty sure there's a blind spot right above it. Joan, can you zoom in on that part of the image, please? And Maxie will like kind of point up at the camera feed where that blind spot will be. Let me uh, br let me bring the drone back around again. I don't want to I don't want to have it hovering nearby for too long. So I'll, I'll task it to go like out and then come back in like a different path, but it'll bring it closer so we can get a look at that spot. Um, you get a strong look at the spot again. There's two primary air conditioning, the maintenance core piece of the building. Um. But you are now for sure, uh, basically, again, this is not secured like a like a top-tier office park or anything like that where they're expecting any sort of egress or ingress on it. You're pretty sure they're blind from the top. Completely. You can get to the maintenance thing where they wouldn't even know you were there. Now, there is an intrusion detection system on the doorway there, but Chone, based on what you're seeing, it should be, again, not probably mid-tier great security again enough to make their residents comfortable but this is not like you're not housing diplomats or anything like that here right it's actually it's a scale not ridiculous yeah it's a very similar security profile to the building you're in right now based on what i am seeing it looks as though we can take a low altitude drone and drop in on the roof i mean the last time we dropped in on one of her properties that went really well for us the difference is, is I do not believe this is her property. It's not her building. She's living here. She she is living here, but I mean, and Maxie starts pointing out a couple of things about again the the roof of the building, the way the the security wall kind of blocks the ingress, and you can have those blind spots. There are a number of holes in the security system here that we can explore versus the hardened facility that we tried to intrude on on the beach. Notably on the rooftop maintenance area, you don't see any cameras looking interior on that space. Surveillance appears to be almost nil on the roof. Hmm. Here's here's a question I I guess 
maybe we need to ask. Maybe everybody already knows this and I'm not thinking of it. So Jesse Overton's in that building. That's where she's living currently, yes. What are we... Oh, I'm, I'm speaking to Zed and Maxie, really. What are we hoping to gain here? Are we going to take her out? Question her? Hostage? Hopefully just... Or are we just trying to surveil and see if we can get her that quantum link up so I can eavesdrop on it? What's our end game for getting into the building? What, or what's the reason we're doing it? What's our success criteria? The second one. I gave like 18 of them, Zed. Can you help me out a little bit? It's been a long day. The last one. I'm working on my toes, by the way. It's a full mani-pedi at this point. I just gave in. I'm treating myself. This is self-care, y'all. Very important. Important in 2100 as it is in 2023. Indeed. It is. Um, PSA. Zed, give me an insight check. Oh my god, dice? I don't need dice in the bathtub. What's wrong with you? Well, since you decided and to interject yourself have, in, the, in the concert. Everyone should have some bathtub dice. <laughs> how are By the way, if you, come to gamers, did you give if you come to Gamers Heaven Pacific Northwest, we sell we sell dice soap. Ah, see, there you go. We sell soap that has a full set of polyhedral dice in it. That you, you can, can use in the shower. You can roll on your junk. <laughs> You definitely don't want a nat one. Uh, I barely escaped a nat one with a two. So that would give my insight a 12. Which is still decent enough. I mean, you wait, you rolled a two and your insight's a 12? <laughs> uh, what I'll give you with that one. insight. What occurs to Zed is this. Kelly has some sort of mental or emotional connection to Jesse Overton. Because she didn't ditch her. Mm -hmm. when she bailed out of Angel City when you guys came after her she didn't leave Jesse Overton behind she didn't leave it right right and one good turn deserves another in Zed's mind they captured Chone eye for an eye as they say that being said, I, I'm hesitant to rush into that. So as, as we're talking here, and I'm working on my toes. Um, so I think our first move is intel. I, I don't think our physical presence in the building is safe or required. I think we get some intel first, try to figure out what Jesse's doing there if... She is Jesse all the time. If she is Aguilar all the time, I'm I'm gonna bet that Aguilar is not in the building. If the security is like you're saying, Maxi, but we tried to figure out the connection. We try to see if we can establish a link for some eavesdropping. But at the end of the day, once we get some intel, I do think we move towards. An extraction. Okay. Once we figure out what our next play is, the trick I is if you go ahead. No, go ahead, Joe. The trick is if we're going to try and eavesdrop on that quantum link for her, for the Rob pilot, for lack of a better term, mm -hmm. I, I've got to be closer. I don't even know if I can do it at at a mile range. It's going to be impossible. One, well, which came back to what your buddy Rocco told you last session, 
which is, is it theoretically possible? Yes. Would you have to find some tech that INS might have? Maybe. Right? Like that quantum scrambler he mentioned, which also has tracing capability. Um, Maxi, give me another Intel analysis role. This feels Max. ripe for a side quest. Maxi was also going to make a, a comment briefly that. Um, Go ahead. Um, if I recall as well, the form, the the cybered form, that is the Rav, right? That cybered form was heavily shielded as well, and that was in our previous encounter. We do not yet know what the current form consists of right and further surveillance might provide us with some of that information as well I have a feeling we're going to need a couple at least one powerful EMP charge and that's if we can overcome some of the shielding Eleven, 17 It occurs to you that they don't know you're here. So far, they don't know what you know. Because they weren't able to get much out of Chone. And your guess is they're doing that Jesse Overton's in the same bu- in that building, the same reason you guys are in your building. It's a cover. I believe, gentle people, that we still have the element of surprise. It seems, at least to some extent, that they do not know we are here. Again, the the hit that we were unfortunately a part of was not on us. Well, I mean, if we show our faces, they're going to know immediately. So that's, we got to remember that. But again, this appears to be a situation where surveillance is... Minimal at best. And I have no doubt shown in your ability to overcome said surveillance. If we can get there, yeah. So I'm I'm just spitballing here. If don't do that in the bath. Why well, change the water out first? Not a uncouth barbarian um if if jesse is here undercover it would be likely that 
Aguilar is using her to either spy on the church and what Marin is doing or maintain a line of communication without putting herself at risk. So there is probably a very specific task or reason, a specific task that is being carried out or reason that Aguilar wants a presence here in this undercover fashion. So if we can observe what Jesse is doing, comings and goings, visits to wherever, that might help us understand that. If we can get eyes or ears inside the apartment, we may be able to pick something out. I'm I'm thinking, can we send in some sort of spy drones through the blind spots and creepy crawl into where we need to be? Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not as good as getting it there, but we can get some, we could probably get some drones into place that could feed back signals. I say we start with that. We're, we've got a little bit of limbo, a little bit of grace period right now. We know we need to move quickly, but we have a bit of safety and anonymity because they're not hunting us at, in this hot moment. Um, At this point, uh, I've taken off my mask and I'm doing my exfoliating routine. Hit my T-zone. Glad you're keeping us focused, Caleb. I know what the priorities of the show are. I mean... Food and sk- food and skincare. The rest of it's just, you know... Everyone needs to remember... Everyone needs to remember that this is... This is a bathtub scene. With lights and jazz. Even here, we have sex position. Nice. Only uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Okay, uh, Alex, I'm going to place a uh, drop a quick order into uh, IOG uh, Central Mm -hmm. for some some gear to get sent down to us. Basically, I'm looking for, like, uh, another drone like I have right now, but it's more like a carrier for, like, three or four insect drones. Okay. That can act as, like, so it can sit on the top, drop them off, and then act as a repeater mm-hmm. for them. And also, I'm going to order a shock, uh, shock EMP net. Okay. For eventually, if we go after Jesse, uh, the MP net's gonna take about a day to get there, but they actually end up referring out to third party, and the That's other fine. drone carrier with some micro drones will be there in about an hour and a half. Perfect. That's fine. Okay, so I had an idea while Zed was exfoliating the Zed, you missed right the spot, back. left jaw. Um, Thank you. So I've got some drones coming in that can maybe crawl around in the ductwork. Hopefully they're not crazy and all the security's on the inside and they'll be able to function around. Uh, also, if we need to take Jesse down, I was thinking in a shock EMP net. 
You know, the stuff they use to take down cars? I think that is a wise decision. It certainly might come in handy. I mean, not they got me needed today, but it'll take a day or two to get here, so I'll have the drones here in an hour and then we can I can drop them on the roof. And we'll just kind of see what, what happens. We're gonna need to We're gonna need to figure out a way to watch figure out when she leaves. When is the next and I should ask this question when Alex is actually nearby because he'll he's the one with the answer. She's gonna go to church again soon. So we need to figure out when the next when the next church thing is going on. Yeah, and then we'd be able to observe how she travels, if she hires a car. The, church events, the church events should be posted publicly on their their net site, correct? Yeah, I'm looking right now, but uh, there's sites down for maintenance. Hmm. So it'll be, I mean, it could be just a couple minutes, who knows. And, hmm, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I think the I think the site's coming back up now. Uh, Alex, what do we? Uh, what is the next like? Based on Jesse Overton's previous visits to the church, what's the next church event that she's she would probably go to? About three days from now. Okay. So I'll put that up. I'll highlight the church schedule and where she might be. From. The information that we had reviewed last time, Alex, where we found out that Jesse was a, a consistent presence, did we did we see that she is just a, a face in the crowd at some of the bigger services? Did we see if she was involved with any specific group or program? Uh, no, you didn't see anything specific group or program. They're in basically everything. That's like a major event, big okay. family events, singles event, like all kinds of events. And then obviously services and fellowships and things like that. Um, they're there doing something, but you can't, but they, they don't appear to have taken like a staff or volunteer position at the church. And Richard Marin, the head of the church, gave you no indication that, that she had done so. Yeah, he had seemed surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And based on your previous analysis where his daughter and the other guy were doing work that you think was partially on behalf of Kelly Aguilar, you think Aguilar might be playing both ends against the middle just like Eileen was. Um, that's your best guess right now. Hmm. Okay. And again, to, to reiterate, your best intelligence and the best information you have right now is you don't think Kelly Aguilar has left Texas. Again, there's a red notice out for her. And Texas is the one place in this hemisphere that they're not going to turn her over to Interpol. So it's possible that Aguilar is using Jesse to... keep eyes on an asset or a connection that she needs to maintain for her safety, her egress plan, something like that. Yep. She's using the church as part of the cover. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I... Speaking of Zed here, yeah, we... 
I think observation is our best play. Um, <clears throat> if we can see her travel route to the next thing she goes to at the at the church property. We can't slow play this, but we need more intel before we rush in and take some action. I believe that is the point of this entire conversation is to gather more intel, correct? Yeah. That's the that's the course of action we have decided upon. Yes. Right. Zed's, um, bath, Zed's bath is just an added bonus. Yeah. So you, uh, a little while later, uh, Chone, it was your, also necessary. Your drone, your drones arrive. Are you saying? Are you saying are you saying I have poor hygiene, Maxi? No, no. I'm simply saying that in this case, a bath was necessary. Okay, because I pride myself on maintaining an appropriate natural musk and aroma, carefully cultivated. Cultivated is a word you could use, yes. I, I splash water out of the bath at you. Maxi tries to catch it in a cup. Pours a little bourbon in. <laughs> All right, the drones arrive. Wait, wait bourbon later, bath water. That's dead bath water. I mean, we hey. should at least try and bottle it and sell it. I'm sure there's you, somebody we'd buy. I make it. a pretty soul already, so you don't worry about it. If you have heard of bathtub gin, this is similar. <laughs> nice. Much lower rent, though. Uh, so yeah, your drones are there. Oh, hang, hang on! I think my drones got here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go open them. And zone uh, sets the sandwich and the empty uh, drink glass on the edge of the tub. Uh, the sandwich teetering uncertainly and about to fall into Zed's lap, and leaves the room. Um, it's commercial off-the-shelf stuff, but it's high quality. Okay, I'll just go through and like check. You know, t check the software. Make sure there's no no updates needed. It's no monitor. Yeah, but there's no monitors on it. There's no tracking on it. Get it slaved to my signal and my signal only. Yeah, that only takes you about 15 minutes. Okay. And then I will dispatch it to go high, like a thousand feet up above the building, and then just come da straight down onto it. Okay. Discharge its little insect drones to try and get down to the. What floor was that? Uh, the 14th floor and try and find our target's apartment. Okay. Uh, it doesn't take you long. You come in hard on the top. You're between the two things. Um, because they're insect drones, they're mostly able to use the venting system. Although, upon further analysis, because they're, again, because they're insect drones, um, they have a little better of a time of it by cutting a small hole in the piping that holds the wiring together, specifically the info cables, right? That's yeah. guiding all the information. So it's like cutting into the conduit? Yep. Yep. And they crawled down the conduit into the apartment. Um, the first thing you notice when they come into the apartment is the temperature is sitting at a at 54 degrees. Makes sense. A little chilly even for a data center, but... Um, as you come in, it is dead silent in the room that you're in. Um, the drones, when they pop out of the conduit are in the main living area. Um, I'm leaving one of them in the conduit, so if the other ones are detected, that one may remain unnoticed. Mm -hmm. um, you see a dining area across. There's a small round table with four seats at it. Um, looking across to the south, you see 
what's basically like a breakfast or a kitchen area. Um, top tier appliances, gas stove, giant fridge, uh, sink. Uh, to the east is where the owner suite is. And to the west is the other bedroom and what is labeled on the floor plan as a den. All right. Because I'm assuming you uploaded the floor plans you found from the listings to the drones. Okay. You got it. So which way are you heading? Owner suite. Okay. Uh, You walk into the, or you move the little drone into the owner suite. And Max, are you watching this? Oh, yes. Same. Do you recall those weird slab thingies that had the people on them on the boat that you went to with Felix? Vaguely. That had the weird mutant people on them? Yes, Yes, very much so. Uh, One of those is in there, and laying on it, strapped in, is Jesse Overton. Next to her are two Sano Corp Tetsu Ravs, which are typically considered medical Ravs. They appear to be inactive right now, but there's readouts and stuff like this. This is not a bedroom. It's a Operating it's facility. The, it's the equivalent of RoboCop's service station. Basically. Um, on the southeast wall <laughs> is a series of shelves, drawers, like um, big tool chest looking things. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Okay, so this is obviously her super creepy little like you know, portable garage unit. Correct. These look like maintenance drones or medical drones of some kind. She's hooked um, to a nutrient feed right now. Okay. You said there were readouts or is it just basic, uh, like health? Yep. You know, EKG, ECG. Okay. Yep. Well, I guess this maybe answers one of Zed's questions. Which one of my questions? Is she just a meat puppet or is she still in there somewhere? That looks like a meat puppet. I would definitely vote on the meaty side. But if I remember correctly, when we last confronted them, the two of them were out to dinner. They were acting as independent individuals. So maybe this is a new development. That was a while ago, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is new that that Aguilar had to do this. That technically isn't the light the last time, because I saw her when they had me captive. Give me a a perception check, everybody who's watching the video feed. My perception is garbage. Yeah, that's a five. Twenty-four. Nineteen. Uh, got their eyes on. Chon and Zed, you notice on the medical readouts, there is not just EKG. There's an EEG. It's showing brainwave patterns. Hmm. Hmm. Well, somebody's home. Um, I'm going to capture video of those brainwave patterns 
see if they're regular. Um, like run them against uh, medical databases. Is it is it like the EEG is somebody who's dreaming, perhaps? Ding, 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 ding. Okay. I'm assuming that means I'm correct and not that the drones are discovered. Cool. Yes. Um, the fries are done. <laughs> oh. Chone. Extra crispy, please. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Give me a... Give me a determination check. Uh, that three means I'm going to use stubborn and once a day reroll a failed determination check because I glad I didn't have to use this against Maxi and waste it for the day. That's an 18 nat 20 or not non nat 20. You're pretty sure she's got her in a quantum stasis like she held you in. Son of a biscuit. That's the dream. So if you don't miss your guess, Chon, Jesse Overton's still in there and can operate independently when Kelly wants her to, but is also a meat puppet. And when she's not using her, when she's got her as meat puppet, she sticks her in a quantum state like she did to you. That's really disturbing. Which um, might be what she intended to do to you when she had captured you and just didn't manage it. Now give me one more. Well, actually, I'll wait a minute. Okay. That's not <laughs> ominous at all. Roll, roll initiative. Wait, never mind. <laughs> nope, nope, not now. Later. Like Chon like literally goes, Oh, that's not creepy at all. Wait, like hmm? What do you mean? She she's dreaming. It, it's you see the EG? Kinda, sorta. So when she had me captive and I got to meet Abby and all that kind of thing, that was a quantum a quantum state it was a quantum sleep sort of so to speak um but because of this whole awakening thingy I, I was able to reach out to abby or abby was able to reach out to me whatever and i was able to like get out and i'm thinking she she's parked there she's hmm. like she's like one of those old uh oh god what are those things called the antique, the antique cars, the EVs, where they had to plug them in when they weren't being used. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she is just, recharging. Maybe not. I mean, maybe recharging, yes. Maybe just, like, hanging on the hook, waiting to be picked up. So docked? I, I think, yeah, docked. Jesse could still be in there, appears to be in there, but the thing I'm wondering is, what if she's in like okay like you say the electric sheep thing what if she thinks she's in the normal world right now like she's no. on a date with her girlfriend kelly that could be happening in this little quantum state that she's got that's why the apartment's so cool they have some sort of quantum computer there that is acting as like her world when she's docked there yeah 
But also, those are medical ROVs, right? So... She didn't get the the nutrient feed shoved into her own arm. But what I'm saying is, that means someone somewhere, when Aguilar wants, is piloting these ROVs and doing whatever needs to be mm-hmm. done. Maybe it's Aguilar herself, maybe it's some of her employees. Right. Not that that gives us a path to follow, unless we go steal some tech that may or may not exist, but Chone, I'm just saying there's more yeah. people involved. Go back about three sentences. What is there in this apartment? If she stuck her in a quantum oh, yeah. dream. Quantum computer. You don't see it in this room. Uh, I'm going to leave that uh, that little insect hidden in that room. Okay. And I'll task one of the other ones to go to that really oversized refrigerator. Does Chone mention the possible presence of a quantum computer? Uh, probably not. They're They're thinking a little too fast to speak about it. You open the fridge, and it's not a fridge. It's a, it's a false thing. It's a freezer. And there is a big computer. That's where... That's where Jesse's hanging out. It's a little picture-in-picture. Picture. Wait, what? That's a quantum computer. You know how Maxie and I play Minecraft sometimes and we go around and we build things and, you know, there's sheep and things explode, etc. We haven't played that for quite some time. No, we haven't. But that's neither here nor there at the moment. The quantum computer can render one in perfect detail. So that's where she's hanging out right now. That's the kind of thing that they had me trapped in when they had me capped in. It's not perfect, but to somebody who isn't looking out for it, who isn't suspicious of it, like I said, she could literally think she's going about her normal life right now. Chone, give me another determination check. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Five. You're sensing quantum bleed off of it, but you can't read it. (laughs) I'm too far away to like pick up anything from it um i think i gotta get on top of that building that oh. is what i have been saying all this time <laughs> well, trying to suddenly maxi smiles you well you had mentioned already that it was possible that you would not be able to do the work you needed to do without proximity right i just trying to make Zed feel better because Zed had some good ideas. Sorry, there was a small earthquake in my recording studio uh, by the name of Victor. Zed is done with his petty. You name your farts? <laughs> Don't you? I just go through the alphabet like like Kirkhead. Like wow, <laughs> Victor means you've been really tooting the day away. Well, That's why yeah. I keep going on yeah, mute, it's y'all. A, it's A to V in the last day. Yeah. It's just since we started the stream. What's wrong with you? Uh, that is not true, audience. 
Um, okay, so I'm I'm Zed. Uh, speaking of Zed here, um, so I'm still not understanding all this quantum shenanigan stuff. Is is this like an air gapped? hard drive that we need to extract is this plugged into the building somehow like do you just need to look at it and think well, at it like plugged into the building i mean it's got to have power somehow but it's like any computer you got to get you got to get near it to be able to get at it i'm sure that thing is not hooked to the net right while the building's security may be <laughs> I have serious doubts that the room's security is such. Maxi, give me an intel analysis check. You've been watching the feed. I'm going to slave the... Oh, I only sent three drones in. Shoot. Right, let's... Uh, Never mind. Six. Twenty-four. You don't think so. Your guess is because they're trying to not draw attention to this space... Seriously, ratcheting up the security in just this room would set off alarm bells. You're pretty sure the security for this room is just the fact that nobody knows it's there. It's after OPSEC. A, uh, after a few moments, Maxi walks that statement back. Uh, You're watching the feeds. You know, you know, I believe I am incorrect. This room this space does not appear to be secured in any standard fashion. Well, so that means if we want to go get her and get that computer, we just have to deal with two robs. I don't want to. So they're they're standard. They look like standard Sanocorp uh, Tetsu Robs. They stand about four feet tall. They're commercial off-the-shelf medical rovers. They're typically uh, purchased by like fire departments, paramedical agencies, and things like that to do medical and rescue operations in tight spaces. So if there's like an earthquake or a fire or something like that, and they need to send something small, compact, and durable into, say, a collapsed building... That's where the Sanocorp Tetsu Rav comes into play. Doesn't risk any human lives, but they're capable. They're strong enough to lift a human and get them out of a building. But they And they have a, a suite of medical equipment installed into them to do rescue and paramedical operations in hazardous environments where they don't want to send humans. If these are standard Rav's, or at least close to standard, can we find schematics and perhaps attack the weak points of the Rav? I mean, if they're Sano, they're just off-the-shelf Sanocorp Ravs, they're, yeah. That's... EMP would do it. The shock net, I would, I mean, we'd probably need a couple more of those shock nets, but well, I mean, if they're all standing there, we hit them all with the shock net that does an EMP burst, that would take all of them out. I mean, if it can hit a car, I'm pretty sure it can get all three of those. But... Wouldn't then EMP burst affect you and Zed as well? I mean, no, it would be, it'd be, the net would be, it'd be like directional. Oh, I was not aware that the nets 
I thought an EMP burst was a. I didn't realize they would be targeting bursts. I believe. I believe that's. How, yeah, they're that. they're not omnidirectional. Bombs right. and grenades are omnidirectional. These ones could be directed. Hold on. <clears throat> did did we just jump right from intel to kidnapping? Are we as are we are we advancing our time frame? No, no. I believe no. we are discussing a a, a a series of events. I believe we are still planning on doing surveillance. Correct. We're talking uh, about options. Uh, yes. Okay. And if we do find ourselves in a position that we we need to secure Jesse, we are coming up with a possible solution for that as well. Okay. So he knows I that do... how when we make a plan, it always goes off the rails and we have to throw away the plan. This is the plan to throw away the plan. Gotcha. I'm with you. I got distracted for a second. Okay. The fact that those are will... adorable. The fact that we will need to make an incursion suggests that there may be a possibility of conflict. So we must be prepared yeah. for that eventuality. Is, is there anything else in this apartment that would indicate... That, that are weapons, any other sort of defense? I know you said there, there's not You haven't not finished searching other... the apartment yet. Well, I mean, Zed, if you want to give me a minute, we can finish looking. Yeah. So um, the, I'll send the drone that uh, that was looking at the quantum computer off to the den. Okay. Uh, you come into the den, and there's another computer server set up in there, and it appears to be the one that's linked to the grid. Um, it's top-tier equipment. Um, you could probably do it to the drone, but you, Chone, you'd probably feel more comfortable cracking it in person. Um but they're doing something in here. Um, you see four server racks along the back wall. Okay. Um, no person-to-person -person interfaces on those. Just racks looks like whoever's coming in there is jacking in. Um, again, the whole apartment's about 59 degrees. This room's about 8 degrees hotter because the racks are running. Yep. Uh, there's one more bedroom. Go check it. Um, uh, the gentle way to put it is it looks like a little love nest. I don't want to get terms of service. There are a number of bottles of 10W40. Uh, there's a swing. Oh. There's a there's a rocking chair that has a microphone. A waterbed. Bottle of carburetor cleaner. <laughs> Stuff like that. Uh, which, Zed, when you were doing your profiles on Kelly Agwaf before, based on what you saw from her interactions with her meat puppet slash person, um, fits. Looks very similar to a room you saw in the house in Angel City. Looks similar to a room, Zed. <laughs> Has himself, probably. Um, I'm just saying, in Kelly Aguilar's house in Angel City, you saw a similar room. Not nearly as much leather as Zed's room, though. 
prefer satin. Um, Zed spends a lot of nights in white satin. It indicates to you, Zed, based on your kind of analysis of Kelly Aguilar and the situation, that Kelly at least visits here sometimes. <laughs> I was going to ask a dumb question, and I'm not going to do that. Oh, now you have to. <sighs> yeah, you have to now. <clears throat> Does anything in this room appear uh, recently used? It appears recently disinfected. Oof. Cool. Those Sanocorp robs are perfectly capable of cleaning this room. All right, so the old spray and pray. <laughs> but anyway. we didn't we didn't find secret guards. We didn't find a secret stash of guns. Nope. Okay. Which again, as you reflect back on Kelly Aguilar's house in Angel City. There also wasn't anything like that. There. Never relied on anything like that. And right. Zed, if, if you also remember, uh, Kelly and uh, Jesse took out an entire strike team on their own, basically painted a restaurant red with them. Oh, yeah, I do. I, I vividly remember that. I mean, I that was when your footage. mutant buddy died. Buddy. <laughs> Fodder yeah. for the cannon. <laughs> Dude, you knew. Dude, I gave a lot of money to. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so do we do we just keep eyes on this for the next few days, or do we keep eyes on this until she does something and then figure it out from there? I guess that's the big question. We know she's probably going to leave in three days, but there's a lot of intel right there. We could probably just go pick. And if nothing goes wrong, we could probably get out without being noticed. But if we get noticed, we're not going to be able to do the, the original step. I'm, so is it worth a gamble or do we take our time? I'm, I'm really worried that if we get noticed, we get dead. Because we would have just a, uh, what a quadruple whammy we'd have Aguilar knowing we're here we'd have uh, killer robo Jesse we'd have probably killer robo Ravs something else that gets us to four because I didn't plan out this list ahead of time <laughs> well we don't think Kelly's here and Kelly's not in be... this room she's right. not in the well, apartment we... you you finish the apartment uh, it looks like they've the washer dryer room the utility room has no washer dryer hookup in it um, you do find basically a wardrobe, which is what she's dressing Jesse in. Um, but it looks like they're sending it out to a local dry cleaner through the concierge service in the building. Cause again, this is a top tier building. It's a high end building. Um, so there's a closet right off the foyer that has like a full wardrobe in it for what Jesse dry cleaning tags. What was the latest date? How long ago? Yesterday. Hmm. 
Yeah, um, we don't know. The bath in the owner know. suite is used. It looks like they're using only the bath, though, not the shower. Um, which, if she's being bathed by the Robs, possible. Um, Walk-in closets have more stuff for the wardrobe in the owner suite. Uh, that gets you through the whole building, through the whole apartment. Just a question, Alex. The the form of Jesse on the table is the form clothed? Is it is it skinned? Like what level of I know that the cyber has gotten more intense, but also so you got to remember covered with a covered with a cyber skin. Yeah, well, we talked about that last episode. Yeah, uh, she's been refib skinned. Um, uh, Chone, are you going to bring a drone up and try and get a closer look? Yeah, why not? The one that's in the room, I'll tap. If we, I, yeah, I'll if give, we can perform oh. some scans of the of the. Yeah. yeah, give me a um, give me give me a software check. That's a fun roll. Hang on, I have to math. Okay, that was a really good roll. 74. The body's being held at 98.4 degrees. It's not wearing clothes. It is strapped into that 45-degree examining table. Again, the same one you saw before. Um, mm -hmm. you're, you're guessing that they have no... Like, modesty is just not something you think is, is a factor here. Um... It has uh, a nutrient feed into one of the arms. Furthermore, it appears that there is a uh, uncovered, but like a, there's a flap on the back of the neck that shows there's a raw jack in the back, but it doesn't look normal. Um, and it's currently jacked into the table. Uh, without getting too graphic, uh, is the plumbing hooked up as well? Yes. Okay. So catheter, all that kind of thing. Okay. It's more like a catcher's mitt. Okay. Gotcha. So if that temperature is being held at that, that's kind of weird considering how cold the room is. Her body's being held at that temperature. Would that indicate that there are still organic components that require it, the body to be held at normal temperature? You can't fully cybernetically replace somebody, right? There has to be organic components to feed it nutrients and to feed the brain, lungs, things like that. Like you can, you can cyber out a lot of stuff, but you're very well aware that complete destruction of the torso of the head eliminates the ability to maintain it. The brain needs nutrients. There's a lot of stuff that goes on there. So there is a limitation to what cyberware can do. Kelly Aguilar, while maintaining a outward appearance of being uncybered, has been cybered about as much as you can cyber somebody. It looks like complete skeletal replacement, which fits what you saw before at the restaurant. Um, subcutaneous armor underneath the skin, but the fib skin is top tier. It's really, really good. So would be indistinguishable from human skin. She's as close as you can get to full conversion as you can get, but there has to be organs in there. The body still needs to be able to process nutrients and waste. Hydration, oxygen, food, vitamins, etc. So what do we want to do, guys? Do we 
Do we want to wait or go in and roll the dice? I want to wait. I believe we should at least perform some rudimentary surveillance for a 24-hour period at, at least. All yeah. right. Let's uh, keep an eye on this for a day and we'll re revisit it it's, tomorrow. I believe it would be how likely would it be that the Jesse unit would remain in stasis for longer than a 24 hour period. No. And doesn't that depend on what Aguilar's game is here? But again, we, at this moment, we do not know if Aguilar and Jesse are sharing the body or if it is Aguilar's alone. I don't think it's or Aguilar's Jesse's alone. alone. Right. I think it's either Jesse's alone or Jesse's share. Like right now, I think Jesse's alone. That's why she's parked inside that quantum invite that quantum VR, basically. But would that be something that Jesse would do themselves? Or would that be something that Aguilar would require Jesse to do if Aguilar needed to use the body? Don't know. I do believe surveillance is our best option at the moment. All right. Let's keep an eye on it. I'm going to pull the drones back to like a safe distance. So like when the medical robs come up, they'll go, ooh, look, a bug. And uh, you got it. some spots you can hide them. Yep. So you settle in for a day of surveillance, and that's where we'll end up tonight's episode. Good cool. Spot. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. I noticed a bunch of people jumped in the chat like later. Like, hi, everybody. I saw a bunch of you, like we, it's like eleven or twelve of you in there. So, hi, how are you? Hello, uh, hello folks. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Chaos Incorporated. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this. Um, we know we like putting on this show for y'all. Um, Kaylee, where can folks find you on the internets? nowhere i've pretty much scrubbed my entire persona <laughs> oh no. um no you can actually find me still on twitter uh, and on dice camp at anime girl a-n-i-m-e-i-g-r-r-l uh you can find a historical archive of my work on the redemption podcast at redemptionpodcast.com and anchor.fm slash redemption pod and who knows there might be something redemption-y coming up in the near future maybe something mm. about some blue things Ooh. That's fun. Mm -hmm. uh, milk. Cold milk. Vague post. Uh, Michael, where can they find you, my friend? Ah, uh, where can I be found? Well, I can be found on the socials at loser MLW. Um, you can also find me on Wednesdays uh, on the Rook and Rasp Twitch channel in our Dragon Age actual play, A Time of Masks and Daggers. Uh, we will return to that tomorrow night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and then you can also find me on occasion in other things. Tubular Teens with Titans. Yes, thank you. Is that I still cannot, going? Yay! I am. I. We're all very I, tired. So, yes, yes. Tubular Teens with Titans day. is a, a Power Rangers-inspired audio drama. Uh, you can find that on most of your podcatcher feeds. I do play the villain... Uh, Harbinger in that show. It's a lot of fun. 
and we're we're getting ready to start recording our second season. That's awesome. Nice. Nice. Caleb. I am on the socials at the Caleb G. <clears throat> you can also hear some of my historical archives over on the RPG Academy podcast. Um, speaking of the RPG Academy podcast, Action 12 Cinema. I was going to have you do this right now. There's a bunch of people in the chat right now. So tell them about it. Uh, Action 12 Cinema is uh, Michaels, the host of the RPG Academy, the creator of the RPG Academies. The other Michaels, not that Michael. Yeah, not me. Um, so many Michaels in the world. Michael Prime. Uh, is, is oh. his... <laughs> no, that's... No, on the RPG Academy Discord, he is Michael Prime. I am yeah. I am Michael Omega. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> so Action 12 Cinema is other Michael's first published role-playing game. It and is currently funded. On, and it is currently... One, it is, it is 114% funded. funded with seven days to go. I think we're looking very, for... The, trying to hit the first stretch goal, correct? Yeah, very close to the first stretch goal. I think within... Two to three hundred dollars. I don't remember exactly. See, I was mad because I wanted. I was watching my phone, and I wanted to be the one that kicked it over a hundred percent. And I missed it. Ah! <laughs> and I was mad. So now I'm waiting for that stretch goal because I want to be the one to kick it over the stretch goal. So there you go, folks. You uh, a few people need to to put their money in so we can get Alex to spend a lot of his money. Uh, let's you know, I'm going to stock it in my store. Like I'm going to call Michael and I'm going to have it in the store. Yes, it's going to happen. Um, let's also note that the book is 100% written. This is not an in-progress work. It's done. The book is fully completed and done. When the campaign is over, you'll get it. Uh, the, the campaign is being done to finalize some editing and some art for the hard copy print mm -hmm. and uh, possibly expand the project a little bit more. So definitely check that one out. And then <clears throat> I myself have an ongoing uh, Star Wars inspired charity project called Point Five Past on the online at point five past dot org on the socials P the number five past. Uh, we are in a little bit of a lull due to ongoing issues. Life. But we're gonna we're gonna try to get that kicked off as quickly as we can. Um, and then I'm here. Uh, one more thing on Action Twelve Cinema um, RPG Academy, and I want to point this out has literally been friends of identico for a very long time um michael was the first person to respond to us when we were looking for people to help us promote identico when we were getting ready to go to kickstarter uh caleb was on the first identical actual play that went out on podcast form and michael um which you i think you could find in the archives of the rpg academy podcast mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it's there it's fun it is it is very fun. Uh, Caleb makes a peanut butter <laughs> like thing. started the started the the identical food fascination. It, it really, really did. It was Caleb it from did. the get go. It happened. <laughs> and 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 Mike and that character Flynn it, is it Flynn or Finn either one. It was uh, Flynn. He it was Flynn. He is still alive and kicking. Uh, he was featured mm -hmm. in another uh one identical shot. one shot with michael as well yeah michael omega so right this michael. go support action 12 cinema they're a great group of folks i love the rpg academy guys i've i've listened to the podcast for a long time even before we started working with them on stuff um michael loves the d12s he he wanted the d12 yes game um we have sponsored a catacod multiple times hopefully sometime we're going to get to attend 
We've sponsored their convention multiple times. We really do love those folks over at the RPG Academy podcast. We, I did hear that 2023 is a great year to visit Ohio for a convention. You know, my wife's going to be out there scouting some stuff out for me because she's got to go out there on business to Cleveland. Um, so, you know, Cleveland, Cleveland, um, Mal and I are finally like we were meant to hit the con circuit in 2020 when we got the books. That didn't happen. So You're now, boom, boom, boom. so now, finally this year, we actually used the credit we had with Read Pop Conventions to do Emerald City Comic Con this year from the one we were supposed to do in 2020. Mal and I are working on a full convention circuit stuff. There is a chance, small chance, but there's a chance that we're going to be at Gen Con. It may happen. Um, I am. We're working on it. I promise that it is. Mel and I are working hard. Um, Identical After Dark went away for a little bit because we're rebranding. We're doing some stuff. Obviously, you all see Mallow is working on some actual place, or some how to play stuff on the YouTube uh, channel. So while we're working through kind of our rebrand and what our next steps are for Identico, um, getting out to Emerald City Comic Con really kind of revive, revitalized us on Identico. Um, Shot in the arm. Well, uh, it was. It just... was getting to meet people and, and, and get get the books in their hands. I'll publicly put this out there for you, Alex. I may be at Gen Con in other in other capacity, but if I am not, I would be happy to come and work at the Identico booth. I am I am trying to talk to investors about getting people out here to do an identical actual play in the studio that I just built at the game store. Um, I'm, I've, I've, I've got investor work to do. There's things like that. Um, I am starting up Identico actual plays with me next Tuesday. So I'm counter programming with Chaos Inc. So Chaos Inc. obviously being every other Tuesday, the opposite Tuesdays, I will be at my store, Gamers 7 Pacific Northwest uh, in Linwood, Washington. You can go to gamers7pnw.com and find all our information there. I'm also am doing a daily show there now uh, for news and all the fun <laughs> stuff that I used to do on Identico After Dark once a week. I'm now doing it every bloody day. Um, People go, how are you streaming this much? I'm a glutton for punishment. I publish a tabletop RPG. I do an actual play and I bought a game store. Obviously, I don't like myself. <laughs> so, so Alex, what I'm guessing, what I'm getting from all that is, why don't you tell people where we can find you on the socials? Uh, yeah, right? I am, I am everywhere at Alex the Humanoid. Alex the Humanoid everywhere. I Mallow yelled at me years ago to brand, do my personal brand stuff, so. That's all mellow, right? Where he was like, do your brand. I'm like, okay. So I became Alex the Humanoid like five years ago. And that's, I own that everywhere. So uh, thank you all for joining us again. We'll be back for casting in a couple of weeks. Uh, Mallow and I are working on casting and getting everything together for another identical actual play show. I promise it's coming. Casting is hard, right? Like pulling this great group of people, Kaylee and Michael and Caleb, and dot, guy. like and who like, that other guy dot the guy with a beard <laughs> like i don't know if you all remember when we were first trying to figure out like all right which day actually works for everyone <laughs> like scheduling these and casting these is really really hard um we're super fortunate to have michael and caleb and kaylee who've stuck with us for a long time on this we're super fortunate to have dot looking forward to her coming back um but we promise another show is coming we're working on it it's just whew, there's a lot a lot of life um but stay yeah. tuned stay tuned more is coming we love you all have a wonderful night bye